What's up, guys? Today's episode is sponsored by Team Micro, the world's leading web design specialist for SMP artists. Is your website lacking? Do you feel it needs, well, something more? Do you even have a website? In the market since the very beginning, Team Micro is the godfather of SMP. No one understands your business quite like they do. With a team of 14 website designers, marketers, content writers, search engine optimization specialists, and support staff, Team Micro has everything that you need. Go to teammicro.com forward slash marketing and mention the Scalp Solutions podcast to get a free needle pack worth $200 when you sign up. Are you ready to take your SP career to the next level? Are you ready to network with some of the industry's top artists and brands? Then you're going to want to be at the next SP Expo going down April 28th through the 30th of 2022. Oh, wait, did I mention it was going to be in paradise? That's right, folks. This SP Expo will be taking place in Tulum, Mexico at the Curie Tulum Retreat and Spa Resort. This is an all inclusive event. You'll get access to all speakers and vendors at the meet and greet, QAs, Award ceremony followed by an all-white party on the beach with live DJ, certificate of attendance, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and drinks, free bicycles to ride the Mayan ruins, and a three-day luxury resort stay. And guess who will be hosting? That's right, me. Now let's make this an amazing event that will undoubtedly create value for you and your business. So log on to www.dsmpexpo.com for more information and to purchase your tickets. I'll see you guys there. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalp Solutions Podcast. I am your host, David Santiago. And today I have with me my guy, Michael Keenan. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. Not much. How are you? Good I'm, to be on. I'm doing amazing, my brother. I'm glad we could finally, uh, you know, tap in and get this interview together. I, myself, have been patiently waiting to get some <laughs> knowledge because, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to put it. I'm going to put it to use. I'm going to put it to use today. All right. You better. I'm going to be watching. All right. So check this out, bro. Um, Again, you know, we introduced you, Michael Keenan. Just let everybody know, uh, you know, where you based out of. Yeah. So um, usually I'm based out of the UK in Scotland. Um, However, I've just actually moved to Cape Town, South Africa for the winter just to chill here for a bit and some better weather. So check this out. You, <laughs> you This is not going to be home forever this is just you know you just said all right it's getting a little chilly i'm gonna move to you in south africa right yeah 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 what was that planned or was that something that you said you know what i got the money it's time to go like i'm out of here yeah i just started getting a little bit cold in scotland as it does like october november time every year so uh i just booked i don't know if you hear the wind in the background it's kind of crazy yeah, yeah. but sounds like um, ghosts it, <laughs> I just booked the ticket like two, three weeks ago, moved out of the spot I had in Edinburgh in Scotland um, and then moved here because it's, it's winter here at the moment. Or it's going into summer, sorry, here at the moment as opposed to being winter uh, in the West. 
Got you. Yeah, I can actually hear the wind. That's some pretty strong winds, man. Are you sure you made the right move? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's nighttime in the morning. During the day, during the day, it's much better. <laughs> so, so check this out, man. Let's right. You are your specialty is marketing. So this is what we're gonna be. You know, this this episode today is gonna be focused on marketing and primarily uh, Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Which, when I spoke to you, I told you is something that in the industry, like so many people uh, are trying to figure out because we do know some of us could could do this on our own, but there's also, it's not as intuitive as uh, as people make it think. So for all you guys tuned in, uh, this episode is going to be exclusively on, on marketing, uh, Facebook ads and Instagram ads. And obviously we're going to highlight, you know, what, what Michael has, uh, has done. So with that being said, Mike, let's talk about what made you want to get into marketing? Yeah, um, so that's a good question. I've always kind of grown up in the online marketing world, like even when I, when I was super young, like prime elementary, primary school, um, I always used to kind of follow the, the big online marketers. I don't know if you know, like the Grant Cardones. Um, there's a guy I used to watch a lot of Alex Becker, um, Russell Brunson, a lot of the big guys like in the marketing world over in, in the U.S., I used to follow just obsessed over kind of what they did, how they, how they ran their businesses, how they went about things. Um, so that was kind of like what got me initially into it. Um, right. and then when I actually dived into kind of like doing it and, and operating in, in the kind of marketing sphere, um, was actually probably when, when I was in high school, um, we, we had to go do like the, the school asked us to like a, a week of like work experience at a company we chose. Um, and I was kind of racking my brain thinking about what I wanted to do that I'd actually get value from. Um, and I, I mentioned to a family member actually that like what I was thinking of doing, kind of like learning more about marketing and operating a business. And they mentioned like out of nowhere, I found out I had this cousin, like this long lost cousin I'd never even met in my life who ran a marketing agency in Glasgow where, where I was living at the time. Okay. And um, so he connected me with him, went and did a work experience at that agency and just kind of fell in love with, with everything marketing related. That's it. So you got, you, you were, you were a shoe in, huh? Yeah, man. Um, it, it was kind of, it was kind of quick how, yeah, I just went from mentioning one day, got into it from there. And then since then I started like straight away, pretty much started taking on my own clients on the side. This was probably four and a half years ago. Um, so quite, quite, quite a few years ago now. Got you. And now you, you mentioned a couple of names of, of some, uh, some, uh, I guess we can call them marketing gurus. Um, out of the, the few that you mentioned, which one of those gentlemen was your main like source of uh inspiration probably alex becker i don't know if i don't know if um a lot of people watching this would would have heard about him or come across him but he used to be big into like the seo world of things and um, he's built a few software companies but he's always been um like a super high level marketer with how he, just how he goes about his businesses how he, how he run things how he runs things and, and everything else so um he, he was probably the biggest one from a young age Got you. So now talk to me about your come up in, in marketing, man. Like what, what was it like for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started taking on clients on my own when I was like 15, 16. And um, my first client was, I think it was like some, it was like a removal company um, that helped people move home. And I was handling their social media. I was doing their blogs on their website. I was doing kind of everything that, that I could do that they'd pay me for. Um, and I did that for a few months while I was in, I was in high school at the time. Um, but I was just hungry. Like I, I wanted to grow it. Like I knew, I knew I kind of didn't want to go down the regular path, have a job, like work a nine to five for 60 years and retire and, and die at some point. So, um, I was kind of, 
like I had a kind of sense of urgency that I needed to do something before I left high school. So just started kind of working towards getting more clients. And I remember um, I left high school when I was 16 to go to university. And at the same time, like I was still building this up on the side. I got to the point where I was like three, four, five active clients. Um, and then when I went into my second year of university, I was 17 years old. Um, I remember it just got to a point where I was way too busy. Like I, I just couldn't manage everything. I wasn't going into <laughs> my, my lectures. I wasn't going into my classes or anything. I was just focusing on, on the business. And I wasn't making enough money really to, to like live off it. I was making, I don't know, at the t- I, I can't even remember what I was making. It, it was a little bit, but it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that much. Um, but I was too busy to do both. But I had faith that if I went all in in the business, like I just knew I'd, I'd make it work. So I kind of, I pulled the trigger. I dropped out of university. I went all in. And that, and then kind of within a few months um, of going all in on business is when things really scaled up. Um, and that was kind of at this, around the same time when I dialed in on SMP and kind of went really specific to, to helping SMP businesses. Got you. So now, prior to you know you pursuing uh, marketing, like you would, you were a student. You know, I told myself that we wouldn't highlight this, but as an entrepreneur, I can't help it but highlight <laughs> your age, man, and. I, I would never, ever, like, you know, judge anyone's knowledge or experience uh, by their age, especially in this day where, you know, you young guys are killing it in just the, the techie world, marketing, NFTs, crypto, all that. Like, because you guys, this is what you do, man. You guys sit in front of the computer, watch YouTube videos, and, and just like, you know, while us guys are like, eh, yeah, whatever. This is what we used to. But I'm going to. At the time, you were, what, 16 years old, right, when you decided, like, this is what I wanted to do? Because for me, it's just, like, I, I can't help but highlight and 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 commend your uh, your mindset, bro. You know what I mean? Like, to have yeah. that. Yo, dude, at 16, that was the last thing I was thinking about was, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, 16, what, what, what were you doing prior? Like, what, before you, you know, this entrepreneurial spirit kicked in yeah um i feel like it's always been there like in high school i was one of those kids that like i didn't even really talk to people in high school i was just lunch break i'd go to the like the computer room i'd be hopping on the computers watching youtube videos learn about marketing i'd be um i remember i used to set up a few like drop shipping stores which is actually how i learned and got good at facebook ads because i'd set up these drop shipping e-commerce stores and had to run ads to make sales for those um so like, I, I didn't even really, like, I wasn't much of like a, a social person in, in, in high school. This was all I was focused on the whole time. Um, even before I launched the business, like I just knew I was always going to do something online, like building a business. So that was all I, all I paid attention to. Um, and yeah, like I never, never really worked a regular, or I never worked a regular job either. So it was kind of, I, I didn't even kind of know what, how, how that sort of thing worked. I was just all in on this. Got you. And right now you are, you're 19 years old, right? So yeah. We're not saying that to, to try to discourage anyone because we're going to follow up with some facts. You're 19 years old. I want you to let people know how long you've been doing this. Not only that, I want you to let people know how many clinics you're working with, which I have confirmed a lot of them before I brought this guy on. I was like, I'm not going to bring anybody on to start talking to my people, to my community, who's just blowing smoke up everyone's ass because we do know those marketers exist. Uh, you know, they I have leads in your area, this, that, the third. This is what I could do for you. So how long have you been doing this, focusing on SMP, and how many clinics are you currently working with? Yeah, so specifically helping SMP businesses with this sort of thing has been just over two years. I think it was um, 
yeah, like since October of 2019. So just over a couple of years um, at this point. And right now, as we speak, we work with more than like 75 SMP clinics, probably more than 80 at this point, um, across like the US, Canada, UK, Europe, Australia, um, pretty much everywhere that speaks English. Plus, we have some clients in other languages too. Outstanding. That's that's a you know what, man. I'm gi- I give you one of these, bro. I I spoke with a couple of people that uh, do business with you, and um, you know they're my friends, and I was like, you know what, I need you to be a hundred percent transparent. Uh, for me because I'm you know I'm, I was told by uh, I was put him out to Will Will Quay you know my boy Will Quay shout out to Will um, he was like listen Dave I think you should talk to this to this dude man like he's really on point etc cetera, etc cetera. so I was like all right let me hit him up I did that and I also found out some of the people that you work with so I was like let me ask them if this dude is legit and he's uh he's producing you know and they had nothing but good things to say about you, brother. And, you know, again, I, I commend you for that. And I'm o- I'm only saying this because I want to make sure our listeners tune in and stay tuned in. I don't want them to, you know, some of these, some people out there are very judgmental and they don't think that a 19-year-old could be doing the, the shit that you're doing. Um, so now let's focus a little more on the, uh, on the, on the ads, brother, all right? Um, mm-hmm. What are ad campaigns? And how do they work? Yeah, so it depends where you're running an ad, um, whether you're kind of running on Facebook or Instagram or Google or wherever. So obviously, we focus on Facebook and Instagram right now. So some other things launching soon. But um, when it comes to Facebook and Instagram, an ad campaign is the kind of overall shell of kind of what, what you're running, what you're spending money on to make sure people are seeing what you're promoting. Um, and it controls all this. Within a, an ad campaign, you get ad sets, and then within ad sets, you get ads. So the campaigns overall kind of telling Facebook what the objective of the campaign is, what you're looking to achieve from it. And um, if you go a step farther and go into the ad sets, the ad sets where you set often the budget, um, the, the targeting, the placements where you want the ads to show, and then within the, the ad sets um, or the ads, so that's actually where you kind of customize the video, the image, the headline, the text, and um, what people are actually going to be seeing in their feed on their story when they're on it on certain apps. You know, I'm. Uh, I know you see me smiling as you as you're answering that question, and the only reason I'm doing that, and I'm going to let everybody know why, because everything that that this guy is uh, explaining, you know, I actually had him give me a demo, you know. So before I brought him on, and I know people are going to go hit him up because they're like, "Wow, this sounds amazing." He knows what he's talking about. I was like, I want to know what it is that you guys actually do. Like, what are you going to help people in? in our industry and in my industry with and his demo was so crazy right it's like it's so like on point that i had to like respectfully be like all right mike <laughs> i'm good bro like i believe i believe you know um what you're doing so everything that he just said yes that's what they do the demo comes with it it was actually amazing um to the point that I think I think we're gonna ink a deal today. Is that is that right? That's that's what I heard, man. I'm hoping so, man. I'm hoping. We spoke we spoke with my guys. I think I think we're gonna shoot our shot, man. We're gonna shoot our shot. Do a little three months. See what see what he doing. If you know, then we're gonna have to come back with another episode and be like, listen, man, this guy didn't. Nah, nah, we won't do that. So back to the ad campaigns. Um, can SMP artists, uh, you know, run their own ad campaigns? Yeah, 100%. Um, I know quite a few that do. Um, that said, like, 
like you if you if you're gonna do it and you're, you you want to do it and um, which it's not all, like sometimes as the, the good a good move to do run it yourself um you better be prepared to for it to basically be another job like and it's going to come with a lot of headaches everyone that i know all the s p artists that actually run serious ads themselves pretty much all have nothing but complaints about it in terms of like issues they're facing um rejected ads disapproved ads disabled ad accounts disabled business managers like like needing to verify things over and over again um ads getting approved and then later getting rejected getting flagged like so there's a lot of problems that come with it and it's only got worse over time if you're trying to run it yourself um so you can do it you can do it and you can get results if you know what you're doing um but it's going to come with a lot of headaches it's going to take a lot of time yeah i can absolutely uh attest to that uh we've shared our own stories um offline and yeah it is it is another uh job within itself so if you're a busy artist and you say hey i saw a couple of youtube videos i'm ready to do this on my own stand by stand by because you're gonna be you know for some serious work which leads to my next question why, why do why do artists need to invest in uh in a professional for ads yeah, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a few reasons. The, the first one I'd say is you're getting access to a system that already works. You're not kind of like you're not having to go through all the trial and error, which involves a lot of time, money, and kind of emotional commitment to get it to work, and um, that you'd go through on your own. So that's the first thing. The second thing is just the support and guidance you can get from people who've been there, done it for dozens and dozens of clinics, and know what they're doing. So, I mean, with us, the key thing I tell all of our clients is that like the reason you should probably trust us is because we've made every possible mistake you, you can imagine. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say we got it right. The first time I ever ran a single Facebook ad for an S&P clinic, we got everything right out of the gate. We did it. We made a whole load of mistakes, which means that now there's nothing that will come up that we've not faced a million times before we know how to handle. So that's, that's another thing. Um, and then just like freeing up your time. Like if, if you want to grow a successful S&P business, if you want to be working on one, two, three people a day, five, six, seven days a week, um, like I'm yet to meet someone that can do that and has the time to run the ads them, themselves. It just, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem possible. Got you. And now what would be, you know, for, for our listeners, for the other uh, SMP uh, artists that are tuned in, what would be some questions you could advise them on asking uh, another marketing professional to assure that they in fact know what it is that they're uh, that they're doing yeah it's a, it's a good one and it's a, it's a tricky one um what i mean first of all look at what they have to say and like think to yourself logically whether or not it makes sense verify kind of people they've worked with as you did with us um talk to them make sure they're actual artists there's other not mentioning any names but there's a lot of other smp marketing companies out there who have fake reviews all over their facebook and their google um and then all they do is kind of look to us and copy what we do so i'd be re very very careful um, with that, so verify who they're working with, verify what they say, think about logically, does it make sense? Um, if not, I mean, everyone, everyone, like at one point we didn't have any case studies. So everyone is starting at one point, they might still be able to help you. So like maybe take a chance, but like, don't, don't, don't dive in, don't gamble everything you've got. If, if there's nothing there that you can, there's nothing, there's no tangible evidence that what they does work. So just be careful in terms of other questions I'd ask them. Um, Again, it's it's a, it's a tricky one. I've not I've not really talked to many other S and P marketers out there, so I, I don't know what what I would ask them and and, and well, kind of what, what would, specifically look for. What would you expect 
someone to ask you? Like, what are some of the common questions that you're being asked as a reassurance to, to establish yourself as a professional and an authority in, in the uh, in the industry? Artists, do you want to ensure your client's S&P procedure looks its absolute very best? Of course you do. That's why here at Scalp Solutions Grooming Company, we developed our S&P Aftercare Kit. Formulated to be used immediately after your S&P procedure to ensure proper healing and pigment retention, our S&P Aftercare products will protect you and your client's S&P investment and keep it looking fresh at all times. So log on to scalpsolutionsny.com forward slash shop and pick up your aftercare kit today. Use discount code SSPODCAST and save 15% off your order. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, it's a good one. So one of the big ones um, is like, what if it doesn't work? What if what if you're, you tell me this, it sounds amazing. Like, but what if it just doesn't work for me? Whether my area doesn't work, whether um, people in my area don't want to spend money, whether for what, one reason or another, it doesn't work. Um, and one of the things we do to, to make sure that people get results is we offer a money back guarantee. So if you work with us over our, our term, you do everything we ask of you and you still don't see results, you don't make at least your money back. Um, we will fully refund you. And I'd probably, I'd want to make sure that if you were working with anyone else, they offered you the same. Because if they know it's going to work, then there's no reason not to offer that because it's like they, they should be doing this day in, day out. Okay, I got you. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. What made you want to gravitate? Because right now you only deal exclusively with uh, scalp micropigmentation, right? Correct. What was it about SMP that you said, you know what? This is the industry that I want to work in. Yeah. And so it was around the time when just after I, I dropped out of university, when I was kind of doing this full time and I was like, look, now I'm in a bit of a sticky situation. Like I have to make this work. The problem I was facing was I was maxed out. I was working with, I can't remember, maybe like seven, eight uh, companies at the time, not specifically SP. It was a mix of like gyms, bathroom stores, uh, spas, like all, all different types of companies. But I had, a, I had one SP clinic on board at the time. And I was looking at my client base and I was, I was thinking, number one, how do I get on more clients to be able to generate the revenue I need to do this full time? But also because I was already maxed out, I was like, how can I service more clients? How can I service more companies to enable me to take on more? Because right now, if I was to take on more, I wouldn't be able to service them. Um, and I remembered back to a couple of books I'd read in the past on Facebook and Uber about what they did early on to kind of scale up um, and, and strategies they, they'd use. And I remember both of them used a tactic or strategy called hyper niching. So Facebook, that was when they, they initially, when they launched, they only worked with Harvard students. That was the only, only audience they worked with. And it made it really easy to get people on board because it was so specific to who they were going after. And then Uber, I remember they, they launched um, and they only worked with, um, or they, they only serviced San Francisco. So it was niche to a, a super tight demographic in an area. Um, and I thought I was like, cool, with what I'm doing, it wouldn't really make a lot of sense to do it to a certain area. But what if I took that same principle and used it for a, t a specific type of business, made an offer so specific to them that it was almost impossible to say no and enable us to streamline our processes so much that we could service more companies and get everybody better results because it was a flywheel, right? Like the better we did for one person, the better we could do for other people because we learned from that campaign. Gotcha. The mistakes we made in one person, we wouldn't have to make again because we've already learned. So I took that principle and made an offer really specific to SMP, and it was like that. Like as soon as I implemented that, um, things kind of went crazy. Like it was so specific, and it seemed like something that so many clinics out there needed. Like the, like it was something that they'd been looking for for a long time and just hadn't found. Um, and then later on, I kind of learned more about the fact, I mean, there's a lot of S&P trainers out there that will train people, they'll sell them the dream, they'll sell them into S&P, but as soon as a person's out of training, 
they're left to their own devices. They have no idea what they're doing. And, and I found that what we offer was really helpful for a lot of people like that who've gone through the training. They like, they believed they'd come out, they'd be having a six figure business instantly. It just didn't happen, but we could bridge that gap to get them to where they wanted to be um, and get them the results they wanted that they didn't quite get initially. Got you. I, I love the part. Well, two parts. One, how you took the, uh, not the policy, but kind of like a, a, a structure, a, a founding structure of two powerhouses of Facebook and, and Uber. And you were like, all right, that worked for them. Let's see if it worked for me. And you actually took that, put it into play, injected into your system. And you now have the company you have now. Speaking of how many people, how many, uh, how many employees, what's your team like? Eight. So it's me plus eight members of staff. You plus eight others. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. And now back to SMP, like you, you, now that you see this, you see it from a totally different perspective. So I have to ask you, you know, where do you see, uh, where do you see this industry in five years? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, so a couple of things, first and foremost, as, as people say, like history repeats itself, we've seen over the last few years, the cost of S&P has gone down as the market's had more and more people in it, kind of undercutting each other. So I think that will continue to happen to an extent. But I think that, I mean, there's a couple of key factors and there's things that could or couldn't happen that could make a big difference. Whether or not S&P becomes a little bit more regulated and there's more um, standardization in place and there's a, there's a lot more things, that could make it harder to get into and, and kind of slow down the number of people getting into it. That's one thing. But I also think as it becomes more known, you'll find more and more brands building in the S&P industry. A lot of brands right now within the S&P industry are only kind of there within the industry, outside of the S&P industry, nobody really knows them. I think what you'll find is as S&P becomes more known, you'll start to have brands stand out that people know just as in the US, I guess there's Bosley and there's, there's other hair transplant clinics that, that people recognize. I think you'll find more of that with S&P um, as well as a lot of these other S&P companies, as many do. I know Bosley, for example, they offer S&P as a service, I believe. Um, you, you'll find other hair loss clinics beginning to offer S&P as well um, as it becomes more, more and more popular. Got you. And how about advertising? How do you see advertising changing within the next uh, five years? Yeah, so it'll become more competitive for sure. It already has in the last couple of years. When you say um, competitive, and I'm sorry to cut you off, I just want you to elaborate a little bit. When you mean competitive, do you mean as in the actual talent or when it comes to the money? Yeah, so make sure of both. And um, the key one being the money, though, so the cost of unless you're working with a company that really knows what they're doing and they're on the cutting edge with new things, um, the cost of leads, the cost of acquiring customers is gonna increase. Again, the, the way you get around that though and the way we'll get around it for our clients is by making sure we're innovating with the styles and, and the type of marketing we're doing. Um, but for kind of everybody going out there trying to run their own ads, the, the costs definitely are gonna increase. And the cost to get somebody to see your ad is, is gonna increase and it's gonna get harder to get somebody to convert because they're gonna be seeing more and more ads. Um, out there and you're gonna have to work harder to make sure you're stand out. Um, two years ago, three years ago, you could put up a simple S, you could boost a simple post, just talking about what it was with an image of a result you had and you could probably get a bunch of inquiries and fill your books for the for a couple of weeks or for a month, whatever. Now, if you do that, you might be lucky to get a couple of people booked in over the course of a month or two. Um, maybe more, depends on the area, you might, you might get better results than that, but it's, it's got hard and hard and that's only gonna to continue to happen. You're gonna to have to take your, your marketing to the next level. Um, and I think we're going to see more and more like, again, I don't, I don't know many, I know there's a couple of our clients that have tried it. I don't know many, at least in the UK, I've not seen any, for example, S and P marketing on TV or anything. So I think there's a lot 
other areas for companies to tap into when it comes to advertising their S&P. Um, and as it becomes a bigger industry, as, as it becomes more and more known, I think you'll see people making the most of TV ads, billboard ads, and advertising in other places that we really haven't tapped into just yet. Got you. And now I want to ask, because I'm sure you get asked a plethora of questions. What's one of the most off-the-wall questions you received, not not just in your, your marketing uh career but from an SP artist what's the wildest question they've asked you question damn oh, oh, oh um, you know what let me make it a little more uh, an expectation that they came to you with yeah 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 i mean it's hilarious like um i mean i don't know like not not so much anymore as we built our name we built our brand like our, our companies are like more more known and, and respected but especially in the early days like you you get people kind of expecting to work with you and, and they, they'd expect you to kind of, I guess, front all the costs, front all the marketing spend, front everything. Um, and then like, cool, I'll, I'll kick you 10% on if you, if you send me a procedure, if you pay for the marketing spend, if you, if you work for me for, for a few months, I'll, I'll, I'll decide what I'll give you after that point. I'll, I'll kick you 10%. I've had that a few people <laughs> say 10% on the back end and um, which I get, I mean, I mean like they're, they're used to marketers reaching out to them, but for a serious marketing company who actually does this day in day out, um, I think, yeah, I think you'll be lucky to find somebody that, that works on that basis. Gotcha. That's funny. I'll give you the 10% on the back end. Yeah. Okay, buddy. So what, what are some of the common misconceptions you think, um, us as artists, you know, we, uh, we step into marketing, like ex ex specifically, you know, the, uh, Facebook ads and, uh, and Instagram ads. Yeah, it's a big one. I think I, I touched on this when we spoke initially. The big, like a huge, huge mistake I see people make is that they're trying to sell a service that costs two or three, four thousand dollars. They're trying to sell it based on cute, catchy copy, uh, like phrases, slogans, and that just doesn't work. If you're trying to convince someone um, to invest thousands of dollars and work with you to get a tattoo on their head and have you prick, prick a needle into their head over and over again for hours on, on end, um, it's going to take a little bit more than a short, cute slogan and a discount to get them to take action and um, it might work for you like for a few days but like you're not going to get long long-term success with that um so what, what i recommend you do instead and i, I would walk through it when, when we initially spoke the, the approach we take is a lot more psychological a lot it brings in a lot more elements of persuasion and sales into how you write your copy how you structure it catching somebody's attention overcoming the objections take them through the full buyer journey before you ask them to even take a small commitment, like booking in a consultation or, or, or then booking in the treatment. There's a lot more that goes into it than just, as I said, like a short slogan that you think is going to catch somebody's attention and get them to spend thousands of dollars with you. Got you. I feel like this next question, you kind of like cover it, but I want to get a little more specific. And what's one, one main, like one big problem? Cause I'm sure you guys see ads from all over. I mean, like what you just pointed out, is, you know, like a common misconception, you know, people think you just say, hey, you know, the future, you know, uh, redefine hair loss, you know, scalp micropigmentation. All right, boom, got a successful ad. But what's one, like, main problem or just any problem that you see in some of these uh, uh, SMP ads? Yeah, the, the, so the, there's, a, there's a couple uh, big ones I see. The first one is, um, people underspending, like people wanting to spend two hundred dollars a month and make and, and get twenty bookings, it just isn't feasible. As the cost of Facebook ads have gone up, it's got more competitive. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, like you, you've got to be willing to invest, like at least on the low end, like seven hundred plus dollars a month. Um, if not, going to one two thousand um, dollars as you as you get it working and you know what you're doing. So that's that's the first thing. Um, 
The second thing is a lot of SMRs will run ads and they'll just send someone to the homepage of their website. That doesn't work because when you send someone to the homepage of your website, on a, on a regular website, there's so many different options, so many distractions, there's a navigation bar with different pages. There's a, a button to message on Facebook. There's a button to call you directly. There's a hyperlink to your blog section on your website. There's so many things for them to click on. That if you're trying to take someone from an ad to your website, it's so hard. The conversion rate of somebody going to that page and then getting in touch with you is so much lower than if you take them to a landing page, which we build out for our clients. And the landing page is like a website. It's like a mini version of a website where it's just a one page site where we strip out all of the, the, the navigation bars, all of the, the, the other options, links to your blog post or anything else. The only thing somebody can do on that page is click a button um, to get in touch with, with you and your company, submit a form to speak to you, or you can throw in a, a button for them to call you directly if you want as well. Um, and when you do that, instead of taking them to your website, you take them to a landing page with just one option on it, the number of people you convert on that page will skyrocket. So instead of sending people to your website, try build out a, a separate um, page with just a, a button to, to reserve a consultation. You, you'll see things improve straight away. Awesome, man. I, I thank you for breaking that down because you know it, it leads me to this other question, which I'm surprised I didn't even have it listed here to ask you. But can you break down, you know, what's what's the workflow like behind on on working on a on an ad, like on a professional level, like what's that like? I want listeners to to really see this and understand, especially for those of us like myself who thought it would be a good idea to uh, to take on this task on my own, on top of all the other stuff that I got going on. So, what's what's the workflow like? Yeah, so um, I mean, in terms of the actual advertising side of it, like on Facebook and and Facebook and Instagram advertising platform. Um, so when you're creating your ad, there's, there's two kind of key elements to it. The ad copy, which is the copy and marketing just means the text, like the, the text of an ad. Um, and then the, the visual. So for our clients, we really specialize in creating video ads. So we have in-house video editors and graphic designers who help us create like the best of the best video commercials for our clients, um, which really stand out in the feed. So it catches somebody's attention educates them on SMP and gets them to take action. So that's the first side of things, creating the ad um, and, and setting that up within Facebook. Once something clicks on the ads, taking them to a page, the, the landing page I mentioned, which again, we'll build out, we'll, we'll put that in place. Um, and that's again, what's going to take somebody from being interested in SMP to submitting the form and getting in touch with you. On the back end, um, obviously you're, you're going to be speaking to the leads, you, you're going to get them booked in for a consultation or, or immediately to, to book a sale. Um, however, again, as, as you know, you've been in the business a long time, you, not everybody's ready to take action straight away, right? Like you can't get a lead and expect everybody to spend three thousand four thousand dollars today some people need a week they need six months they need a year you, you'll probably have people come back to you now who you initially spoke to months or years ago about initially getting the procedure done so you want to have some sort of automated follow-up you don't have to remember to go back every few weeks and stay in touch with them but having some sort of automated email and text message follow-up which nurtures somebody over the first few weeks and months after they got in touch to automatically bring them back in down the line is a huge huge thing um that you're going to find is going to help you convert a much higher percentage of your leads because you'll convert a percentage up front um but then if you have that kind of automated follow-up you'll find that you'll still be converting people for months down the line when they're ready to take action got you um do because i know i'm going to be asked this question do you offer any like one-on-one -on -one training, like an introduction to to Facebook or, or Instagram ads? As of right now, no. Um, I mean, if it's something people wanted, I mean, they could let me know and I could, I could consider it. Um, 
I think there's a lot involved in learning Facebook ads. There's a lot involved in learning Instagram ads. Like our team members that run the ads for our clients, we train them up over over months to be able to do it. Um, and they're, we're always consistently helping them improve and, and, and get better at it. Um, so as of right now, no. Um, I do put out, and I aim to put out a lot of content on my Instagram to help them with things like writing copies, setting up email sequences, setting up Facebook ads. So um, yeah, I try and put a lot, a lot of content there to help them with it. Um, but as of right now, we don't have some sort of like one-on-one training or group training or anything like that. Got you, because I'm ready, man. Just sign me up. Whenever you're ready, bro, I'm ready. <laughs> Mike, before we wrap things up, man, let everybody know if they want to reach out to you, get in contact with you, give them your email, website, all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, you can find us at failureclinic.com, F-I-L-L-Y-O-U-R clinic.com. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Michael Keenan HM. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, if you, even if you're having any questions related to SM, or like marketing your SMP, business growing it you've just started out you've been doing it for five years and you're looking to scale whatever drop me a message i'm always happy to help people out i'm known for sending long voice notes walking people through things so if you <laughs> if you have any questions just uh, drop me a message and i'm, I'm always happy to, to help you out you know what just the last thing like with the demo that you gave to me is that something that you only offer to clients that are serious and ready to take it to the next level or is that something kind of like on our end where we offer like a free uh consultation like is that something that you do you have something does something like that exist for someone yeah. who doesn't so, know yet if they're ready to pull the plug pull the trigger if you go to our website if you click one of the call to action buttons you'll submit a form and then you get to book in what we call a 10 minute triage call so it'll just be to ask you some basic questions to make sure you're a good fit and you're what you're looking for is in line with what we offer if so, we'll then book in a free demo call, which is a longer call where we'll sit down, we'll give them the, the call and the presentation that we gave you, David, and um, to actually show them behind the scenes, like kind of reveal behind the curtain as to like what this looks like on the inside um, and how it works for your business to, to get you some serious results. And then we'll walk through different options based on kind of your needs and, and how we can help you. Awesome. Michael, my brother, I appreciate you. Thank you for taking some time to jump on the podcast, brother. Of course, man. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Scalp Solutions Podcast. Until the next time, peace.